Blog Talk Radio. Welcome. Today our topic is proven strategies to attract top talent that will fit in, perform, and stick. Joining us is Sally Calloway, CEO of Sally Calloway International. She coaches and mentors job seekers of all levels, as well as being an expert resume writer, certified career coach, and best-selling author and career journalist. Ms. Calloway contributes to Career Girl Network, a Forbes honoree for best site for your career, and CNN.com. Boy, that's a great resume right there, Sally, and welcome. Great to have you with us today. Great to be with you. Thank you. Yeah. Let's start at the beginning of the recruitment. Uh, What is the best way to start the process when a position opens up? Well, that's a great question. It's important that you have a structured onboarding process from the get-go, especially if you're aiming to attract, you know, the top top talent. So it's important to coordinate with whoever will be managing the candidate and work together clearly to determine the logistics of the role, the desired hard skills, and, you know, the metrics and outcomes that will be expected, and, you Mm -hmm. know, your idea of what an ideal candidate looks like. And, Mm -hmm. you know, it's important also to determine a competitive salary. And some good resources to tap into for that are salary.com and glassdoor.com. And um, also the Society for Human Resources Management suggests that when identifying core competencies for your positions, to make sure that they are skills that can support impacting contributions to the company. Mm -hmm. And I also recommend that you examine your application process. So, you know, avoid having labor-intensive a labor-intensive process where... That's so true. And I, from my own job hunting experience, I remember that, that hoop jumping, and it can be very, very kind of off-putting for a candidate. Absolutely. And, you know, once the HR and hiring managers are on the same page with the logistics of the position, you can then move on to craft an effective job description. Okay, well, that's a great segue into my next question. Well, what does an effective job description look like? Well, it should be clear and concise, one that candidates will be able to, you know, read and understand what the position actually does. Avoid making it difficult for candidates to determine if they even qualify and and what the role actually does, or strong candidates may move on. And Mm -hmm. focus on the who, not just the what by communicating your company culture in the description. Consider incorporating humor. Um, Groupon actually does this very well. A recent client of mine, a resume client of mine, applied for a high-level marketing position there, and one of the requirements listed on the job description stated, must refrain from littering. So a job description <laughs> that evokes a smile can you know, indicate a great company to work for. Absolutely. Um, also, um, Uh, I came across an interesting fact here that Lou Adler, a leader in the talent recruitment and retention, conducted a survey of over 11,000 people where 95% stated they would be willing to explore a new job if it appeared better than the one that they already have. And today's savvy job seeker, they they really research company culture. So Mm -hmm. it's important to show them that the grass is greener working at your company. That is great advice. Now, what are the best resources to use to post job opportunities? 
Oh, that's a great question and a very common question among HR um, HR professionals and, and hiring managers. I consult with HR experts regularly across the globe, and it's a common question for organizations hoping to find the best talent to suit their specific needs, and that is key. Susan M. Heathfield, she's a human resources expert with AboutMoney.com. She suggests mm -hmm. using commercial job boards such as Monster and Career Builder for general job posting. Specialized mm -hmm. job sites such as you know, the Professional Association website allow you, allow you to target key employee skill sets or areas of expertise, in your case, you know, such as legal administration that your com right. company may need. And I believe posting on your ALA job bank is free, and yes. uh, that can you know, help hiring managers and HR decrease you know, the tons of spam that comes you know, flocking to your inbox if you, mm -hmm. you know, use those more specialized sites. Mm -hmm. And another um, resource to consider is posting jobs with your state workforce development organization through your state Department of Labor. actually really appreciate employer job posting. And um, you, know, you never want to discount the, the power of posting on social media. Um, it's becoming you know, one of the best ways to find employees online. LinkedIn, of course, is an obvious one, but you can actually post jobs online at your LinkedIn company page. Facebook also offers company pages where you can post jobs and focus on you know, disseminating news about your company as well and, and your work environment. Um, and there's apps available at Facebook where you can actually automatically post jobs that are drawn from your website. And you can even auto-post on Twitter, too, using sites like Tweet My Job. So there's a lot of great resources out there, and it's just all about tapping in to those that you know, are, are effective at, at attracting unique talent that suits your specific needs. And, of course, you probably already talked about this in terms of um, asking your top performing employees for referrals. That's always a great resource right there. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Yep. Absolutely. And thinking outside the way. box, like yeah, veterans and interns too is another way, um, in terms of sourcing great talent as well. So, what should you look for on a resume that indicates top quality candidates? Well, um, HR managers and and hiring managers tend to scan resumes real quickly, first looking for industry-specific years of experience education. And you know, those are very important, um, but uh, considering candidates who have minimal industry experience but illustrate a track record of quality examples, uh, quantifiable examples of success may be the difference between you know, qualified and quality. So mm -hmm. for instance, let's examine you know, two types of candidates. Candidate one may be working to transition into the legal field, like a veteran perhaps, and mm -hmm. therefore has minimal or even zero industry experience. However, they showcase a history of results and outcomes in their past position. And candidate two has years of industry experience, but little or no accomplishments to speak of. So candidate one might need a bit more training, but chances are you can count on them to exceed expectations based on their track record. So you may not want to overlook candidates with minimal industry-specific experience. 
consider analyzing both types of candidates in an interview so that you can get to know them better. Great advice. Now, here's a big challenge for all HR professionals. How can you ensure an effective interview process that is also in compliance with ethics and regulations? That's, you know, a very common question among the HR mm -hmm. uh, professionals that I consult with as well. Simply Hired has an article, and it's called Balancing Act, Ethical Interviewing That Works by Christy Robb. She suggests a cohesive approach educating and training all employees that will be involved with the interview process. Because, you know, often it is unintentional when an unethical or illegal question is asked of a prospective exactly. employee. Mm -hmm. You know, and um, efforts to begin the interview with casual conversation can easily lead to questions unrelated to the professional opportunity. So provide opportunities for interviewers to practice appropriate professional conversations and relate to a candidate while you know, complying with regulations at the same time. And the types of questions are important as well. Behavioral interview questions are the most common style used in the hiring process today. Okay. So work together to create questions specifically relating to the job designed around competencies rather than, you know, narrowly focused hard skills. For example, you know, if you ask a question like, do you know how to use XYZ software? Maybe change that to tell me about the content management systems you've used and how they've impacted your work. See this Excellent. drives, you know, yeah, drives story-based mm -hmm. answers which allow you to get to know a candidate both on a professional and personal level. And mm -hmm. keep in mind that your interview process can make an impression on a candidate about your company culture, how you treat your employees, and if it's disorganized and time-consuming, it, it may drive top talent away. And culture, it is so important. How can you determine if a candidate will fit into your company's culture? <laughs> well, recently fitting into company culture has has become you know, the most important concern, often overriding technical skills or experience. So I believe that, important, mm -hmm. Yeah. It's important to articulate what makes up the culture of your organization. So know your culture. Along with, you know, the behavioral interview questions that, that I spoke of, ask at least one off-the-wall question to catch a glimpse of a candidate's sense of humor, their creativity, and how they react in an unguarded, unguarded moment. And uh, you can work with your hiring manager to form formulate one that speaks to your personalities and company cultures. And, you know, the off-the-wall interview questions are kind of taboo. And I'm not saying to, you know, ask 10 or 15 of, of the off-the-wall questions, but if you throw one in there, it can definitely help to get, a know, get to know a person, you know, in that unguarded moment. And something to look for when a candidate is, answering their questions is if they speak to your company values and mission statement, it shows that they did their research and that it's important to them, too, that they fit in. And the questions that they ask you can be a good way to assess if they, you know, will fit in as well. Have employees participate and observe. You know, this can be helpful. And um, one thing that Zappos does is they incorporate a cultural fitness assessment in addition to and before your interview process. And, um, you know, before scheduling regular on-site interviews, they actually have a cultural assessment 
phone interview. And, you know, Zappos is a great example of a company that has a whole lot of fun, little turnover, and still manages to maximize their bottom line. Most companies could learn from that. Now, what are some yep, things absolutely. you can do to, yeah, what are things you can do to help a candidate hit the ground running and maximize their success? That's a fantastic question as well, because um, we all want our employees to, you know, be successful for the long term. And I came across an article in, on Inc.com that speaks to the importance of helping new employees settle in. It says that uh, so challenging is the process of settling in that more than 20 of new hires wash out within 45 days. And wow. it doesn't have to be that way. Yeah, interesting statistics. So you know, considering the amount of yeah, and you put so much effort into finding people with mm-hmm. great potential, and you know it's expensive to hire someone new, and you're much better served by making an equal effort to help new hires succeed from day one. So Absolutely. some ways that you can, yeah, some ways that you can do that. Um, if you don't have a strong training program as part of your onboarding or orientation process, it's important to develop. You know, a well thought out plan that's focused on the entire probationary period. So, if you have a training program in place, evaluate whether it is effective. You know, based on the success of current employees and your turnover rate, you should you know welcome new employees with open arms and ensure you know that their workspace is set up and functioning from day one. Introduce them to staff they have you know they have yet to meet, and even consider assigning a mentor. A mentorship program can boost the morale of seasoned employees and effectively speed new hires through the adjustment phase and support long-term success and sustain overall productivity. Too many S's in it. So, you know, it's important to have have realistic expectations and, you know, lead by example from day one. The objective should be to help new employees adapt and to feel comfortable with asking questions and seeking guidance. Ultimately, the, yeah, the function of leadership is to produce more leaders, not followers, and that's, uh, that was said by Ralph Nader, which is a good one there. So, And that's a great way to end our podcast. Thanks to our guest, Sally Calloway, for your expertise on recruiting and retaining top talent. Sally will be a featured speaker this fall at ALA's Human Resources Conference for Legal Professionals in Las Vegas, November 3rd to the 5th. Visit the ALA website, alanet.org, for more info. And thanks, everyone, for joining us.